following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back to an exciting uh, episode of Stories from the Sideline. Uh, with me today, we've got two special guests. We've got one who is uh, one of my co-workers at school. She, a lady that needs no introduction on the elementary level, uh, Miss Chandra Cheek. Miss Chan, how are we doing today? I'm doing well. Doing well. I like it. And um, we got another special guest here. Uh, you might have seen him two weeks ago on ESPN Top 10 Plays, Jalen Morris. Jalen, how you doing? I'm good. How's everyone doing today? I'm good. Good, good. Now, Jalen, you're coming to us. You're you're back in Long Island now, right? Training, getting ready. Um, mm-hmm. get, tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. Right now, I'm just getting ready for um, next season, whatever, wherever that's going to be. I'm just trying to stay in shape and get ready to do what I do best on the court out there. Perfect. Perfect. Um, for those of you guys, uh, those of you who don't know Jalen, um, he's uh, just came off. Now you just came off a of summer league ball, right? Yes. Okay. Tell us a little bit about that. Who were you playing with on the summer league uh, with the Spurs, I was correct? Actually playing with the San Antonio Spurs in summer league. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Um, I'm guessing, I mean, it must've went well if you're making top 10 plays on a sports <laughs> center. I know for me, that was, you know, just playing uh soccer, hockey, whatever. It was always uh you get the da na trying to get that top ten plays. Uh, so that was always that was always cool. And of course, and I forgot to uh, to introduce my co-pilot here, Mr. Matt Keel. Matt, how you doing? Oh, I'm no, I'm not the special person here. <laughs> I didn't say special person. You're just the co-pilot here. You're oh, okay, never mind. Um, now I uh, got a little bit of bio on you. Now you you grew up in Amherst. You went to St. Joe's, right? Right. Uh, so you went to St. Joe's. Uh, I know I've got a list on uh, Mr. Defense for having the best defensive ability in New York State. Uh, you made all honorable mention, um, all Western New York team. Um, tell us a little bit about your high school days. Uh, uh, what made you decide to go to St. Joe's? Um, and tell us a little bit about uh, how it was playing high school ball at St. Joe's. Uh, first, I went to uh, Kanisha's my uh, freshman and sophomore year, and then reasons outside of basketball I had to transfer to uh, St. Joe's where I finished my junior and senior year and you know high school ball is exactly what it is high school you know just having fun out there with your with your teammates um junior year we had a nice player Reggie Becco but you know junior year I was about 5'10 then senior year I grew to 6'2 so I don't think coaches knew that I was like still growing so how to utilize me was all all funny and all that, but high school balls, it was, it was fun. It was definitely a grind, you know, being in high school and then now, playing ball at the same time. So now it was Kanisha's, fun though. It was fun. Kanisha's and Joe's, they're, they're pretty big rivals, aren't they? How was, how was that switching from, uh, from a high school, you know, pretty big rival to an, another rival high school? I loved it. I loved it. Really? Especially when we played uh, Kanisha's, you know, they all going to talk their smack. So, I really look forward to playing those games, so I, I I didn't mind transferring there at all. But I always say if I um, if I go back and do it 
differently, I probably I probably would do it all different my high school days. But it is what it is. So I'm I'm happy I'm here and happy where I am right now. So I'm telling you, hey, you made it to the pros, so you gotta be doing something right. Gotta be doing um, something. <laughs> now uh we're gonna talk to Bob for a little bit. Chan I know he was playing high school ball. At what point did you think that, uh, you know, hey, maybe he could play at the next level? Maybe he could take it to college. Uh, when did you kind of start getting that, getting that thought, getting that idea? Um, let me go back to that high school moving from Canisius to Joe's uh-huh. and him, him loving that game, those games. I did not because the crowd was always awful calling him names. So it took a lot out of me not to say something while I was in the stands. So I was very quiet, but they were, they were brutal at times to him. So it was crazy, but he loved it. I didn't. (laughs) So (laughs) it is, it was what it was. He did what he had to do. We had, we did what we had to do and he ended up where he is. Um, But what was the question going back uh, to? Just when did you think that Jalen could uh, maybe play, maybe not at the pro level yet, but maybe like play at the college level? Like, um, I knew he 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 had ability back when he first started. Like um, freshman year, his his just his whole um, his knowledge of basketball, and I think it was the f- one play that he did even when he was in elementary he had an out of bounds play and he was trying to get the ball in and nobody was open. Jalen took the ball and threw it off the defender right there. And it went out of bounds. So I was like, where did he know how to do that? Like, when did my son learn that? But he, he knew things like that at at an early age. So I kind of knew he was going to go, he was going to play college ball when he got to high school, I mean, I knew how he was growing and growing, even though other people didn't see it. I saw it. Um, they didn't know the inside that I knew it, that his uh, dad is 6'3", his, his dad's father was 6'10". So I knew it was coming. And his doctor always said, he's going to be a six-footer. He's going to be a six-footer. His uh, uh, pediatrician, every time he came in, he was like, he's going to be a really tall guy. <laughs> so I knew it was there. So, you know, me, I was the opposite. My dad was six, five, I'm or sorry, five, five, five. I'm five, six. My mom's five, two. My doctor's telling me you're not going to be a six footer. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to be a six footer. There was no chance of me being a six footer. Yeah. The um, doctor knew straight ahead. Like when he was in fifth grade, he kept saying it every, every appointment. He was like, he's going to be a six footer. And I was like, well, he kept asking, when is it going to happen? So he kept asking every, every appointment. So finally, when it started happening his junior year, I noticed we were in Florida and I didn't see the pictures. And when I saw the pictures, I was here and he was there. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, he's grown. He used to tell me, Mama, I don't want to I don't want to go to practice. My legs hurt. My legs hurt. And I'm like, get up. You got to go. But growing pains, they, they are. They they happen. Now, Jalen, when you had that growth spurt your junior year, did you did you notice that you had to make some changes in your game, or maybe you had to make uh, just some changes in the way uh, the way that you played, just because you were what four four or five inches taller now? Right. Um, back in high school, I didn't I didn't know that I would have to change my game, but as I got older and went to college and started growing even more, then I knew I'd have to change up some things because you know the competition was a little different. But I wouldn't say in high school I knew that I had to change anything. But definitely when I got to college, I realized I had to change some things. 
Very cool. I was going to say, I'm sure it's uh, just having that that extra four, five, six inches, whatever it ended up being. I'm sure it was uh, helped a lot, especially down in the post, um, just with rebounds. Um, so that's awesome. Now, uh, college, you went and you ended up going to uh, Malloy College, uh, which is D2, correct? Right. Um, how how was the transition there from from the high school game to the college game? Was it a was it a huge transition? Was it fairly simple? Uh, hard to make? What was it? What was the transition like? If my first year, my first conditioning, never had conditioning practice before in my life. I ended up throwing up, and so after that, I was just like, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be a grind because I'm coming in six two, skinny kid, hundred some pounds, and virtually playing. 21, 22 year grown men almost. And you're just like, how do I, how can I fit in? So at first it was an adjustment period, but then all it takes is that breakout game. And I'll never forget that first breakout game I had. And then after that, everything just started coming a little more, a little more natural, a little easier. Talk about that breakout game. What was, what was that breakout game? When did it happen? Um, Not too sure. Sh- I don't remember the day or what game, but I remember we played um home game, Philadelphia, university I was coming off the bench and this was like normal but in the beginning of the season I would like play like those those minutes when it really didn't matter so this was a game someone might have been in foul trouble but um, I came in and I was just the crowd was loving me the energy was crazy I was performing well and then after that my mom was at that game too so Mom's nodding her head over there. She's like, "Yep, I remember." She's like, "I remember." Over the game, I was I had a couple dunks, a three, and the I came in just changed the game. And then the next game we had an away game, Bridgeport is my first uh my first start where my dad actually played in college. So it was just it was funny how all that it was like it was meant to happen that way. First start and they called my name Morris and my dad's over there smiling. It was like it was meant to be. It was meant to happen that way. I love it. Now. um you said the first uh, when you came in, you were coming more off the bench. Uh, what's that difference coming off the bench in in the college game as opposed to being a starter in the college game? Is there more more pressure on yourself? Do you put more like I got I'm I'm the man now. I gotta be I gotta be that starter, or is it just hey I'm gonna go out there and play my game and do my thing? I feel like regardless, you come off the bench or you start, you just gotta come in and do your job, produce and do what the coaches trust you to do. So at first I was coming off the bench. I knew that I would only get a couple minutes here, here, and I and then in those couple minutes I would have to maximize those minutes, if I was to say. So just do what I did. What was back then it was I was a good three point shooter. And then as I got older, sophomore year I'm starting. Now I know that I have a little more little more uh duties on the court that I have to do. I have to get myself going, I have to get my teammates going, I have to be an extension of the coach on the floor and just do multiple different things to uh, help my team get the, get some wins. That's awesome. Uh, Matt, I feel like I'm hogging the mic here. You got any, uh, you got any questions here for Jalen? I don't want to, I don't want to shut you down here. No, you're doing, you're doing pretty good. I just, it's cool to hear, you know, Jalen, your, your progression from high school to college. Uh, yeah. That's man. I watch like those, like, um, you know, those like stories of like how like the differences between college or high school players and college players. And um, I feel like that breakout, that breakout game that you had, uh, I feel like that's just a sign of it was meant to be no matter what, like for right. like, yeah, like this was, this was where you're supposed to be. And that's just awesome. Now I was reading over some of your stats and it looks like uh, your junior year, um, 
at Malloy, you made, uh, actually, no, your sophomore year, you made uh, East Coast Conference uh, honorable mention. And then uh, junior year, it looks like you went up to uh, all ECC uh, third team. And then by the time you graduated your senior year, it looked like you made all uh, ECC first team. And um, by the time you uh, graduated, you were averaging 19.9 uh, points per game. Um, I did my homework. <laughs> she's, she's smiling. She's you like, did, you did. She's like, you don't do that much work at work. <laughs> but I, I did my work. I did my homework. I was looking up the stats. Um, uh, how do you feel like that you progressed overall as a college player? Like, did you notice that uh, by the time um, you got into your junior year, your senior year, that you were really kind of truly playing at your potential? Or was it just that uh, the fact with getting more playing time, you're, you're going to have bigger numbers and you got more confidence? Um, I, feel like, I feel like it was a mixture of everything. I was getting more playing time. I was uh, relied on to do more on the court. And then as I got older, I just un- understood the game more and more. So where I could be effective, where I could help my teammates. So I feel like once you get all that, it's just second nature at that point. Like you said, my sophomore year was honorable mention to third team, which I say I got cheated for. But uh, <laughs> Should have been second or third. You would have had my, you would have had my vote. <laughs> See, the, the dogs are mad. The dogs are mad. Like, yeah, he got, Jalen got cheated. <laughs> but um, no, so, and, oh, sorry, go ahead. Um, Oh, yeah, I got cheated because I was a uh, third team in our conference, but then I got, like, second team all met, which is, like, all teams in, like, the metropolitan area. So I was like, I get third team, but then second team. But that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> that, that's a podcast for another time. Right, we'll, do, yeah. we'll do another <laughs> podcast on that. Um, now, Mom, even as a player, like, watching him, I, I know you were saying you got out to a lot of his college games and mm-hmm. stuff. As a player, just watching him progress from that high school to college level, um, how was that just as a, as a parent? It, watching him progress and finding the, his confidence in himself was amazing because, you know, I'm there from day one and you have this kid like, eh, you know, and then just gradually going on and on and on, he's finding himself, finding his confidence, knowing his abilities and what he can do. And I've always told him when he was, since he was younger, you are great. You're going to be great. You know, and to go back even toward to when he was in elementary school. Do you remember Jalen? Um, when they do the when they um, the, the, they do it for the yearbook, most this and most oh, that. Yeah. So one of the uh, one of the uh, things was for Jalen. His most what was gonna be in the NBA. When really? he, yes. Okay. When he was in elementary school and middle school. So, and when I seen it, you know, I chuckled. I was like, oh, they like him. But he did very, play very well as in uh, middle school also. He um, played on the varsity squad as a fifth grader. Really? Yes. Wow. He's yeah, a, and, in middle school. So it was seventh and eight. He played yeah, with seventh so. and eighth graders as a fifth grader. Yeah. Um, so that he was there at the school for four years. Um, and well, three years. And they, in the yearbook, it was like going to make it to the NBA. And I'm like, these kids really love my kid. (laughs) Wow. They can see it already. I didn't see it back then, but, (laughs) but I always told him, if you try, I, my motto, I said, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Absolutely. So now Jalen playing up with the um, older students, did you find that like very helpful? I know some kids will be like, well, that's, that's a little too much for me. Did you find that uh, as a fifth grader playing with seventh and eighth graders, 
did you find it that helped your game or uh, talk a little bit about that? Just playing, just playing with older people in general. I feel like that I've been playing against older people my whole life. So I feel like I'm playing against better, more mature people. So then it allowed me to mature even quicker than what my age was. So being in fifth grade playing on varsity, it was just whatever. I'm ready to go at these dudes. Even though they may be taller or older than me, about to go to high school, like let's let's get it, let's lace them up. That's how that's how I looked at it. Now, did you ever have those moments? I'm sure, especially as a seventh or as a fifth grader, you might have like. Did you ever have those seventh or eighth graders like this? This this kid can't play. What's this little elementary student doing here? Or was it just like, all right, let's go, let's see what he's got right away? Oh, uh, I remember, remember a couple times I would try and go to the hole and an older guy, and they would just block my shot into the third row, and I was just like, well. You're supposed to do that, but I guarantee, I, I guarantee I'll come back at you again. Like, just being the younger guy, I never backed down to who, who it was. I was just always ready to compete and play against because of, I love playing the game. I love, I love it. Everybody, so so it I'm, sounds like you always had that confidence there. Yeah, I was always, I was always, always saying, let's, 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 get, let's get it. That's how I looked at it. Perfect. All right, well, let's fast forward a little bit now to uh, – and. I got the date here, drafted in 2017, uh, the NBA G League draft by the Erie Bayhawks. All right, uh, second second round pick, 40, uh, 41st overall. Uh, tell us a little bit about that experience. Like, um, was it going in where you where you expected to be drafted? Were you were you not expecting? Like, what? Take us through the process on that a little bit. Uh, G League draft. I remember I was just upset because at the college I was ready to go overseas. And try and okay. make a name for myself over there, but nothing was happening. I see peers getting jobs. I'm like, what? How's that possible? But luckily, I was able to go to a couple G League tryouts and play well. So got my name into the draft, and my agent he said I was going to get drafted. I just had no idea where. So I remember we was at the um, alumni game at my school. Obviously, I didn't play because I wanted to watch the draft. So I'm watching as they're playing, the names are coming up. And then finally I see my name drafted by the Erie Bayhawks. I was just like, it starts now. Like the pro, <laughs> my pro career starts now. And then I think I had to fly out to Erie. If it wasn't the next day, maybe. The it was the next that. day. It, it was, was the next day. day. So it was no, it was no time to celebrate. I had to pack my bags and get ready for a whole, whole season in Erie. I love it. Now, he mom, said he had to pack his bag. I packed it because <laughs> I, I was there with him. I oh, packed so you, that. So you were there when he heard the news? Then. Yes, we were in the stands watching an alumni game. And after he heard, I talked to his agent, um, he said, Mom, I got to leave tomorrow. And I was like, you better pack. And of course, the eyes. I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's go. I'll pack. So I packed him up and yeah, he left. Now, just tell us about that. I mean, one minute you're you're in the stands watching an alumni game. The next minute you're you're getting ready to leave uh, to play to play pro ball in the G League. Like that's got to be that itself has got to be pretty stressful. I mean, I don't think I don't know if a lot of people can just go from in the stands watching to all of a sudden being ready to go. Like, well, walk us through that was a little bit. What what had been going through your mind? I was just I was honestly I was just excited and just ready to get ready to get get it started because I've always wanted to be a pro my whole life so I, this was the first step in the right direction so I was excited I was nervous because I was going into a whole new situation but I was I was just really excited to start playing pro basketball make my own money 
like real money and then just keep the ball rolling. That's how I was just excited. Absolutely. Now it sounds like you didn't really stay there long because it looks like here in February 28th of, eight, of 2018, you signed uh, your first uh, 10 day contract with uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Like um, I know your, your mom throughout the years, you kind of explained it to me a little bit, the 10 day contract. Is it bas- it's basically like a tryout with that team. And if they like you, they'll extend you. If they, if they like you, they'll extend you. If they don't, you go back to your team or to tell us a little bit about the 10 day contract. First, your first, your feelings on getting that first 10 day contract. I'll never forget. I was about to take a shower and my agent called me. He was like talking for 45 minutes. He just said, you Atlanta's about to call you. You're going to get called up to go play with the Hawks. So I was like, all right, you lying. I don't know. <laughs> not, not a good time to lie right now. But then he said it, and I was just like, wow. To be in the NBA this early, my first year out of college, coming from the G League, D2, I was just like, this is this is crazy. But then I just called my mom, called my dad, and we just all embraced it. And then, yeah, the next, next, in the next two days, I had to go to Atlanta. So, nice. on your question, if it being like a trial, I guess you can say it's a trial because then they're going to, they like you, they'll give you another one. And then after that, they'll. Oh, hold on, Jay. So, it was a little bit of a tryout. Right, Jay, we're going to have you repeat that to again. So soon. We're going to have you repeat that again. We kind of cut out a little bit. We lost you a little bit. So, if you can kind of start with, uh, with explaining the contract. Sorry about that. Oh, no, no, no problems. Um, contract is kind of like a tryout, if you say, but if they like you, obviously they'll give you another 10-day and then from there give you a contract or whatever the case may be. But I was – to hear my, to hear that I was getting called up and then Walsh tweeted it, it was, it was crazy. It was just a, one of those things I'll never forget. I'll be forever grateful for that opportunity and that, that feeling. I'll just never forget that. And I was just really excited. Absolutely. Um, and then it sounds like in your, in your first game, um, uh, now I might, this is the stats I got in your first game. You had two points, two rebounds and 11 minutes in your first, uh, first debut. That was your first game up. Um, and you said that was, that was two days after you actually got the contract, right? So you had, I'm guessing you had a day or two to get down there. Um, tell us about just walking into that first day. Um, whether it was a, was it a practice or was it pregame when you walked in and, and, we're actually playing with the Atlanta Hawks. Like even just before the game, just walking into the stadium, what was that like? I think I'm trying to remember. I think it was either my first day was either practice or it might've just been a shoot around. So as soon as I got there, we had a shoot around and then a game, I think, but being in the practice facility, it was everything you would think it would be like I played 2k and I walk into the gym. It looked exactly like, how it was on 2K. So, you know, NBA players, they, they, um, at the end of the practice, we had a shooting contest. Whoever made the half court shot got the money. And I'm just like, this is crazy. I didn't know they did all this here. And then we had the <laughs> game later. So I was staying at the five star hotel. Never did that before either. <laughs> there, there, there's perks. There's perks. Uh, well, the this is crazy. We walk into the arena, locker room, got my name on it, jersey. I just had to take a step back and like, wow, this is, I'm really here. And I didn't even know I was going to play until coach was like, Jalen, get in there. I said, oh, snap. This is, this is time. And then we played the Pacers. 
had to go in and guard Victor Oladipo my first game. Really? And they, yeah. and he didn't coach didn't tell you at practice coach and say, Hey, you're, you're going to get it. It was just, Hey, your, your numbers called and let's yeah. go. Just threw me into the fire. No warning or nothing. Just <laughs> threw me in there. But it was, and I scored my first points. It was, it's just one of those things. Like I said, you'll never forget. It was just exciting. And I feel like all your hard work finally paid off your dreams coming true. It was just like a, I did it moment. I, I love it. I see mom, mom's grinning ear to ear over here. Mom, what was your, what was your thoughts? Now, did you get to go down to his first game? I know it was short notice. I wasn't at the first one, but I was at the second one. <laughs> and I think the second one, Jalen, wasn't it the Warriors? Yeah. The tough stretch of games. The first yeah. The NBA. Yeah. It was the Warriors. I was down there for that game. We, okay. uh, we all ran down there when we knew it was, you know, the Warriors were on the schedule. So, um, yeah, of course, I was just like, ah, you know, all over the place. <laughs> I and say, you had to be a little starstruck. I, oh, yeah, I definitely <laughs> was. Um, I remember Jalen, there's a pitcher. He was um, guarding Kevin Durant. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, it's a pitcher out there. Okay. And um, I was like, they put him on Kevin Durant. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Now, as, far, as, as a mom, was part of you excited they put him on Kevin Durant or, oh, my goodness, they put him on Kevin Durant? <laughs> like, no, like, was, was see, I knew with his defense, defensive abilities that he, you know, he had it. He had it. Okay. They put him on Kevin Durant. I said, well, Steph got hurt that game, so he, was go- he wasn't playing. So when they put him on Kevin Durant, I was like, yeah. <laughs> they trust my kid <laughs> and he guarded him he guarded him pretty well he, okay. he did a great job Jalen yeah, yeah I told him when that after the game but he played excellent that game actually he flew right by and scored he got a, a bucket when he went right by Kevin Durant I was like yes that's Ooh, what's okay. up I was cross- there right there little crossover mm-hmm. I, I like it no not that you know towards Kevin Durant he's a great player <laughs> but I you know I gotta you're, you're big up my better. son you're gotta big up my son hey. gotta hey. Yeah. Kevin Durant ain't coming on this podcast um now how how is it guarding someone like kevin durant was he was he a big trash talker was he like like hey rook i'm gonna take you to school like was it like how was that just the whole experience uh he ain't saying not a word to me (laughs) (laughs) he's like who's this kid he probably didn't know i was was. was that's all right that's how i like it (laughs) not talking to me i don't talk to you uh, was there anybody that you anybody that stands out that you've guarded that was like a real big trash talker or a real like uh, any any big trash talkers out there so far that you've guarded or gone against? I've guarded personally. Uh, not really. No, I knew uh, Lance Stevenson talked trash, but he didn't. No one said anything to me because they didn't know me. So <laughs> it was cool. But like when I first got to the league, I had a tough couple games far as like having to guard somebody it went from victor oladipo to kd and clay to devin booker to demar Derozan. i was like this is ridiculous <laughs> what, what do you guard you're guarding like an all-star team here talk about trial by fire they just put you in like listen we're gonna give the best player to you yeah, but like your mom was saying though part of that's gotta be like uh, make you feel good, but like, man, they trust me already. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not out here guarding. Not that there's any scrubs in the NBA, but I'm not out here guarding like they're sixth man or something. Right. I'm guarding. I'm guarding the big guy. So that's got to make you feel great, confidence wise. Definitely did. Definitely did. Especially when I got a couple stops, I said, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm here." 
Um, now, one thing too, I know, uh, just how's it, how's uh, the road like, the travel like? Like, I know obviously in college you did the traveling, hotels, traveling around. How does it differ from that and then going to the NBA and like, tra- like you said, staying at a five star hotel? Um, like, what's the, what's the life on the road uh, like in the NBA? Uh, it's a lot better than life on the G League road, I tell you that. <laughs> but uh, you got the private plane. You got the breakfast, lunch, and then you got the team dinner. So it's really it's, it's really nice, but it's definitely a lot of downtime. Um, they always try and take advantage of traveling, so it's, like, good on your body. But I never had any complaints because I came from the G League, so I knew that it could get worse than this. So I at never had any complaints. At least you're flying, not taking the buses, nothing yeah, like that. Big old private plane. Then you got the gambling, the poker, all that. So it was, it was really what you thought it would be. Like it. Now, did you ever? Like, you always hear stories about uh, you know some of the veterans of uh, like uh, taking advantage of the rookies or you know making the rookies pay their dues. Did you ever get any of that um, while you were on the road? Uh, not really, because when we was at Atlanta, we was significantly young team. So I think our oldest guy was probably about. 25 26 at the time wow okay so only thing i really had to do was carry shoes and team bags but other than that it was nothing okay so not too, not too bad not, got not like bad. not like some of the stories you hear about you know like the uh the rookies have to pay like for the meals or pay yeah, for this right. or so they, they treated you pretty well yeah um good so now uh i know before you've had uh some injuries um I don't want to say derail your career or whatever, but I know you've had to deal with some injuries early on um, up in the NBA. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Um, I think it was uh, just this past one. I think your mom was telling me while you were in the, in the in the bubble, in the NBA bubble, you had to deal with, it was an ankle injury, I believe. Wrist. Wrist, wrist, wrist. Yeah. Sorry about that. As your mom's, your mom showed me like, no, it's the wrist. It's the wrist. Uh, talk us, talk a little bit about that and just dealing with injuries in your career. Injuries suck, but it always seemed like I would get injured right when uh, things were going really well. So I remember I got injured when I first was with the Hawks, hurt my ankle, and I was out for the rest of the season, even though it was only like a month left. But that's still valuable NBA time, NBA experience. And you think of it as I'm still trying to make the team for next year. So now I'm losing scouts and coaches, seeing that what I can do to – not if I'm not going to be with the Hawks and be on another team. So then that, that sucked a lot. I had to go through rehab, but in the bubble, my wrist, like I said, I was doing very, very well, probably on the verge of a call up if I was healthy and was able to continue to play. So go down almost, I don't even know if they called it a fracture, fracture my wrist or whatever. So I had to miss the rest of the bubble, which was like two weeks left of them Spurs team. We was in the playoffs, so there's a lot of eyes on us. And just to have that happen once again, it was definitely frustrating. But I always, I always try to stay positive if there's nothing to be positive about. Always trying to stay positive. But it definitely takes a toll on your mental. And then it's just how you come back and how you how you deal with it after. Absolutely. And, Mom, how, how, uh, how was it just from your side dealing with – seeing seeing Jalen play so well get his his name getting out there and all of a sudden you know in a blink of an eye that that wrist injury pops up or or the ankle like you were saying uh, earlier in his career how was it dealing like that with a parent like just seeing your your son so close yeah. and just 
and then having to take away. I always, when I, when those two things happen, I always was my most concern is if he was okay. Um, once I found out like what was going on and he told me, mom, I'm, I'm okay. You know, and we found out what was going on. Then it's just like, okay, so he's fine. And luckily it wasn't anything huge. So, and I told him, I said, thank goodness it wasn't something else. So look at it as, okay, I'm injured, but it wasn't a horrible injury where, you know, I don't even want to say it, but um, he got started again and, you know, and it happened. So it's frustrating for me because I see him frustrated. You know, it's just an extent. He's, you know, an extension of me. I saw him frustrated. I'm frustrated for him. Um, but I always try to keep him positive about what's going on and for the, let him see the, okay, here's a bigger picture. We'll get through this and then we'll, we'll keep moving. Um, when he came home <clears throat> from the bubble, I'm, I kept asking him, how are you able to play the game with the brace on? <laughs> so it didn't stop him from playing the game. So I was like, it can't be that bad. <laughs> so, um, but he, he went through his, uh, his transition with healing, um, had a doctor here look at it and he doctor said he was okay. So, you know, we're, what's next? We're, for, we're here for it. So I always was frustrated when I saw him frustrated, but always wanted to give him a more positive, like we still, we're still here. What we still can grow. We can, we're still here. Absolutely. So, yeah. It's almost like uh, you don't want to say hitting the reset button, but it's almost like just getting your, getting yourself refocused. Right. It's like, it's like a, a like a false start in yeah. track. Absolutely. Gotta go again. And we're, we're ready. Absolutely. Yeah. Um any uh speaking of games, speaking of getting ready for games, any uh any pregame rituals that you have? Uh like whether it's uh certain foods you eat in the morning, uh certain things you first do when you get to the arena, before you get to the arena, any any pregame rituals that you have? Right now, my pregame ritual I find myself doing definitely gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I got this game on my phone that I play when I just listen to my music. So that's usually what I do. What's that game? What What's the game on there? Uh, it's called Homescapes. It's kind of like Candy Crush. Okay. Different. So that's what I play. And then listen to my music and just try to tune in to what I got to do. Read the scout. And that's about it. All right. So no, uh, no, like, uh, you know, got to lace up the right shoe first and the left shoe got to put on the, this, the, that, whatever, nothing, yeah. nothing silly like that. Nothing like that. All right. Um, what's, uh, did you ever get, uh, did you ever get starstruck? Like, um, in one of those NBA games, whether it's just seeing like a big celebrity in the crowd, whether it's like, Oh my God, I'm going against KD today. Like, did you ever just have that moment where you just got like starstruck? Not that it affected your game or anything, but just. I would definitely say I got, uh, I was starstruck my first stint in the NBA. Because like I said, I'm 21, 22 years old, fresh out of college, D2. I never thought this was going to happen this fast. Always thought it would happen, just never this fast. So I remember first game was the Pacers. I was like, all right, Victor Oladipo. Then the second game was the Warriors. I said, I'm looking at my teammates. They all used to it. I'm like, that's. That's Steph Curry over there. <laughs> <laughs> In the back of your mind, you're probably thinking, man, can I get your autograph? I know we got to play it a little bit. Can I get your autograph? I was just kept it to myself. But as I'm guarding Kevin Durant, I just remember saying, I'm guarding Kevin Durant right now. Like, no one else is seeing this. <laughs> so, 
This ain't a mistake, right, Coach? Yeah, but now, now I'm good. Now, now it's it's I'm, just I'm, it's I'm old hat. Old and I don't care about them dudes. Listen, pretty soon you're gonna have the young rookies be like, "Man, I got a guard, Jalen Morris." Are you kidding me? Yeah, like, that's, man, what, that's how I felt. That's how I felt in summer league. The Spurs just drafted uh, Josh Primo. And he comes in the training room. He's like, I'm like, how old are you? He's like 18. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of that, as, as a young kid, what's uh, do you remember like any advice that you were given, whether it was your teammates when you first came up with the uh, with the Hawks, whether it was a coach or even at the college level? Like what's uh, do you ever remember getting like a, a any advice or a piece of advice or word of advice that really stuck with you throughout your career? I would say what I always say now, trust the process. That's a big thing I still live by. Trust the process and trust your work and all the things that you do to get here. Just trust it. And then I'll never forget what uh, Marshawn Lynch said in his uh, interview when he said, protect your mindset, protect your mental, protect your chicken, all that. So that, that sticks with me too. Definitely those two things right there is what I try to try to try and live by especially being a professional athlete you never know because like it could end the next day so you always got to trust it and protect your protect your mental your your money all that stuff like that absolutely that kind of brings to the next one um what's i mean what's the pressure like of just not only not only getting that 10-day call up not only getting that trial making the team but what's the what's the pressure like of just keeping it just not only making that NBA roster, but uh, staying on that NBA roster. I mean, the, the pressure has got to be um, immense there, isn't it? Or is it still pretty much second nature to you? Uh-oh, so much pressure. I think we lost the internet connection there. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, but mom, talking about that a little bit, what's like, what's the, what's the pressure like? Um, you know, just seeing your son making it and seeing your son, you know, get, dealt with injury then is he going to stay on there this time um but you were talking about uh, just the pressures of uh, not only making um getting that 10-day tryout getting that 10-day contract making the nba but the pressures of just staying on the team staying on the roster like that that it's got to be is it something like a constant pressure like tell us a little bit about that it's definitely a constant pressure that's why um i know where some of these guys who speak about mental health come from it's definitely constant pressure, and uh, you never know. Someone could come in, take your job. They could release you, waive you. At the end of the day, it is a business. So it sucks that it is like that, but that's why you got to always make sure you you on top of your stuff, your, uh, your game, your, your eating habits, how you present yourself off the court, because at the end of the day, you represent yourself and the team of wherever you're playing for. So you just always got to make sure you – are a professional, trying to be a nice person. So it's definitely a constant pressure because at the end of the day, we're all human and we make mistakes, but it's, it's, it's definitely pressure. I'll say that it's definitely is pressure. I love it. I love it. Now I know you got to get going pretty soon, but before you go, we're going to get you on the coach's hot seat, both you and your mom here. So what we're going to do is we're just going to fire off uh, five random questions and get your guys answer on it. All right. You guys ready? All right. Who's going first? We'll we'll, we'll start with mom. We'll start with mom first. All right. Here's the pressure. (laughs) Hey, it's the coach's hot seat for a reason. All right. So mom, uh, favorite all-time junk food. Like just, if you can only have one, one dessert, one junk food, what's your go-to junk food? 
Chocolate cake. Chocolate cake, like homemade chocolate cake, yes. or going out to a certain day. Ooh, no all right. homemade. Homemade. All right, Jalen, we're going to you. Just all time go to junk food. I know. I know you got to stay in that nutrition. I know you got to take care of your body. But you know, when you got a cheat day, what's what's that that favorite junk food? I would say vanilla ice cream with uh, sprinkles on it. Vanilla ice cream with sprinkles. All right. So he's going with just the regular vanilla. Matt, what's your what's your all time junk food? Gushers. <laughs> Gushers. All right. Me, I'm going with the, I'm going with the cannoli. I like I like the nice little sweet with the cannoli. So that's that's my all time uh, my all time favorite junk food. All right. So uh, number two, uh, favorite movie, favorite movie of all time. We'll go Jalen this time. We'll have Jalen in the hot seat first. So favorite all time movie. Space Jam. Space Jam, the, the old one, the original, or the new one? Yeah, old one. Good all choice. Right. I like it. I like it. Uh, Mom, favorite favorite movie of all time? Oh, I have I have three. Right, favorite? We'll, three. We'll, 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 oh, let's yeah. slide. we'll go top three. We'll go top three. I'll go with, I'll go. It's Scarface. Oh, okay. That's definitely my top five. Heat. You know what? The first time I saw Heat, I did not like it. The oh. second time, I loved it. And the Godfather series. Wow. (laughs) You just stole mine. I was going with the Godfather series. That's tough. That's a tough one. If you had to choose one. Al Pacino. If you had to choose one, which of those three are you choosing? If I had to choose one, Scarface. Okay. I was going to say, I'd go Godfather. I actually, Godfather is funny. I actually like Godfather 2 better than Godfather 1. Mm-hmm. One of the first, a few movies that I like the sequel better than the original, mm-hmm. but you can't go wrong. Matt, favorite movie of all time? Uh, I'll go with The Goodfellas. <clears throat> okay, kind of on the same thing. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right, question number three. Um, and I guess this is a little more than Jalen. Jalen, if you couldn't play basketball, um what other pro sport or what other sport would you would you play like if you couldn't if we could say hey you're in the nba nfl whatever anything besides the nba pro what's the other sport that you're playing and what position um i would say mm, i would say uh baseball okay any any certain position I definitely won't be able to pitch, so probably the outfield. All right. right. Listen, see, when I played baseball for Little League, that's where they threw me in the outfield. Not because I was good, but just because in in Little League, nobody's hitting it that far. So I was the guy like, all right, just put him in the outfield. I remember my uh, high school baseball coach, because I always always like hitting the ball. So he was like, if you want to play baseball, just let me know. I'll teach you how to steal bases. That's all you could do. And that's all you got to do. Hey, when you got speed, you could be, hey, Ricky Henderson made a career out of that, stealing those bases. I was ready to try it. I love it. Uh, Mom, what sport, what pro sport are you playing? That I'm playing? That you're playing. What could you play? Like, if you if you could get on, they're, they're giving you the contract right now. What sport are you going to? Jalen would disagree, but <laughs> we always argue. Basketball. Okay. All day. I can see you. You know, I can see you as a little point guard. I can see you as a point guard. I played basketball in high school. She was in the putting the game to foul people. Was, that was the first year. That was my freshman year. That's a good strategy. That's where I was. I, I I owned my. That was my job. She was go foul. Okay, which one? Foul. <laughs> yeah, that was my job freshman year. Mine. I know I love soccer, but mine. I'm going hockey. 
for some, I'd, I'd like to be a little, the, that little forward or whatever, who just always got on the nerves of everybody. That'd be me. I'd be skating around the ice, getting on everybody's nerves. Matt, what about you? I was going to say hockey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So hockey. All right. Two more, two more quick questions. Um, or are we down to one more, two more, two, two more. All right. See, it's the coach's hot seat. I'm even getting hot over here. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, we did favor junk food. When you're coming home, what's one meal, Jalen, that you got, mom, you got to cook this. Like what's that favorite home cooked meal that every time you visit mom, mom knows, or you know, mom, you got to make this. What's that favorite home cooked meal? Something involving mac and cheese and some greens, anything soul food related, stuff that I can't make. Really? Okay. You didn't say dirty rice? I'm... I can make that now. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> she can, <laughs> he can make that when it comes you. home. His culinary skills have advanced. Well, hey, I, I taught him well. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, what about you, Sham? Uh, what's, that, what's that favorite home-cooked meal? Um... Whether you cook it, whether your mom cook it, whether whoever, what's what was that? What's that always favorite? Just home cooked meal. Uh, lasagna, my grandmother's lasagna. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Matt, I'm gonna have to agree with Jalen on this and just get some like mac and cheese, maybe some ham in there. A little ham, little yeah. mac and cheese, little throw some peas in there. Oh yeah. For me, I know I said this before. I'm going ribs. I'm going ribs, <laughs> barbecue, pulled pork. Um, <laughs> I know right now my doctor wouldn't like me eating all that stuff, but I'm still going with ribs, pulled pork. Just, I, I love it. I love to cook it. I love to eat it. Um, that's my favorite one. All right. And we're going to end on this last question. Um, well, first of all, were you, were you a, a video game? Would you play, like play a lot of video games as a kid? I still... what's, what's that favorite video game? Whether it's, whether it's as a kid, whether it's now, what's that? If you can only play one game a day, what's that? What's that video game you're popping in the system? I don't know. That got a lot. <laughs> uh, I, I'll even let you do a top three like mom did. Mom got away with a top three. I'll give you a top three. Me and my mom used to have battles with the game. She always battles. tried to take my court. I did. And she tried to stop me from playing for only on the weekends. Yep. Dude, dude, me. You had school work to do. I always finished it. You still won't let me play. But you're a teacher's son. Oh, yeah. It's tough. It's a tough I life. Grades, I could have played the game. <laughs> you got all the uh I got something to get off my chest now. See all the uh professional gamers. Now that could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> See, he could have been in the EA Sports, what is that, the Pro League now, whatever yeah. they have for, for video games. Forget the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say any any um NBA Street Volume 2 was one of my favorites. And um Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was probably my favorite Call of Duty game. Not my favorite. It's funny that you said Call of Duty because the second I asked that question, mom's over here mouth and she's like, Call of Duty. He's going to say Call of Duty. She's like, He's going to say Call of Duty. He, he keeps me up at night. <laughs> like, he does. I'm like, I'm sleeping. I'm screaming eventually. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, Jalen, I know you got to get off. I know you got to get ready. Uh, you didn't ask my favorite oh, sorry, video sorry. game. <laughs> oh, we chopped now, now we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> Uh, My favorite video game was Miss Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man. Yes. Old school. I don't love play it. it anymore, but it, that was my favorite when I was growing up. I love it. Matt? Madden. 
Madden. Big I was football guy. Say Madden, but you know what? I'm going to go even older school. I'm going to go to Tecmo Super Bowl. What? I'm going to go to old. Bo Jackson. Did you just Bo play Jackson. his football? Yeah. Bo Jackson's one. I Bo know Jackson. That. All you had to do is go run that white plate, go all the way up to the screen and just go over it. He's yeah, he gone. cheated. <laughs> you want I was a, for those. <laughs> I, I was a kid. I, I had to look for the cheat in the game. The cheat. <laughs> Well, Jalen, again, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, Chan, thank you as always. Um, it was really, really a pleasure. Thank you so much for doing this. Appreciate Thanks for it. inviting us. No problem. Anytime. Um, and again, best of luck. Best of luck. Uh, now you're trying out or not trying out, but you're, um, tell us a little bit what about you, where you're doing now, where, you're, where your next move is. Right now, I'm still trying to figure out what was going on with everything. So hopefully find out relatively soon what's about to happen with me for the next season. But as of right now, I'm just trying to stay ready, stay in shape and just can continue to work on my game. I love it. Well, listen, everybody out there, if you don't know the Jane, the name Jalen Morris, you really quickly will. I'm telling you, you're going to see him on, uh, you're going to see him on the next NBA games, hopefully on the cover. Uh, again, we wish you nothing but continued success. Thank you so much for coming out. And thank everybody for listening. Uh, remember, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Stories from the Sideline. Thanks, everyone, for coming out. Thanks for doing this, Jalen. Uh, Chan, we'll see everybody later. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Have a good one. You too. Thank you.